Hello, everyone. Chad Franzen. Welcome to the Kingdom Finance Show. Today's topic is kingdom investing in a woke world. I don't have to tell you twice, but today's culture and society, both in the United States and around the world, is, shall we say, upside down. And the concept of canceling culture, attacking biblical values, and really operating in extreme policies is something that we're having to learn. How do we deal with this? And on the Kingdom Finance Show today, I want to walk us through really what I see as a path for taking the teachings in the Bible, uh, taking the principles of Christ, and applying them to be salt and light when we think about our resources, our investments, our community, our families, and um, I think you're really going to be blessed by this. So again, when we think about Scripture and its perspective on things, I want to share a couple of Scriptures, and I'm going to jump into some ideas, and I'm going to share with you some practical um, types of investing. There's really three types of investing that I'm going to go into today when we think about doing it from a kingdom perspective. But I want to mention two Scriptures as we get started here. Uh, Romans 16, 19, and 20, uh, Paul's writing, and he says, Everyone has heard about your obedience, so I rejoice. But, Paul's writing, I want you to be wise about what is good, and I want you to be innocent about what is evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. So these two words, wise and innocent, This is really what I want us to grab today as we think about being a kingdom investor in a fallen world, in a woke world. Um, Wise, that word means to be be learned, to be skilled in a craft. It means to cultivate some measure of, what shall we say, expertise. Um, And it's it's a method of forming your best laid plans. And to be innocent, uh, it's to be unmixed with or to be free from. And I think I love that word innocent because if we can, uh, as a culture, as the ecclesia, if we can be free from um, just the chaos of the world, if we can be unmixed with uh, just the liberal agenda, both in our communities, our family, in our money, in our businesses, that is what Paul's talking about when he says, "I I want you, I want to exhort you to be wise and innocent. This next verse I want to share, and then we're going to jump into the three types of investing to be a true kingdom investor. You know, Solomon was the wealthiest man in the world. It's interesting, if you took the five wealthiest humans alive today, the likes of Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, and you combined all their wealth, it would not even come close to the wealth that Solomon had in his day pretty fascinating, really. And in Ecclesiastes 11, verse 2, Solomon said, when it came to managing resources, he wrote, invest in seven or eight ventures, because you do not know what disaster may come upon the land. And I'm thinking, wow, how how true is that today? It was certainly true in Solomon's day. Um, It's funny, a lot of academic research, uh, when it comes to investing, has come to scientific conclusions that, you know, the best way to invest is through this concept called asset allocation. And 
you should probably invest for best long-term results in six or seven or eight different things. So I love how even science and academia, uh, even though it is secular, it, it really proves what the Word of God says. And so let, let's get started. I'm excited about this, this uh, material today, and I'm really glad to have you here on the Kingdom Finance Show. Uh, one of the things I think is really important for us to grasp is we are each responsible to steward the measure of revelation that we've been given, right? So, you know, if you think about that, to, to the level that a student, uh, if my son is in sixth grade or seventh grade math or science, to the level that he's been exposed to teaching on topics of math or pre-algebra, that's the level he's going to be tested on, right? And it's the same with the Word of God. We are each responsible to steward, to manage, to make decisions upon the level or the measure, shall we say, of revelation that God has given us. So, good news, bad news. Um, the bad news is you're getting some revelation through wealth builders, through wealth builders' investments, and on this concept of kingdom finance that now you're responsible for it. Um, so I say that jokingly, but I believe strongly that the Holy Spirit, as you seek to gain knowledge, understanding, and wisdom on this concept of money, on this concept of stewardship in your family, in your business, and with your resources, um, God's going to give you more revelation, but we still have to take action on what He has shown us. You know, there's this concept called tacit consent, and it's most often you, you see this, it's a legal term, but it is how many of you have been to a wedding and you've heard this phrase, speak now or forever hold your peace? And um, in, in a legal sense, <clears throat> that is saying... If you don't speak up against something, then you are, by not speaking up, you are approving it. You are approving of the marriage, right? So I'm going to apply this to money and resources. If you don't speak up against what's going on in culture with your money, with your investments, with where you spend your money, then you are, in effect, giving it approval. And you might say, hey, well, Chad, I'm, I'm, I'm not blessing that. I'm not condoning it. But the fact of the matter remains, and I've been personally convicted of this, of if, if I don't understand that the money I spend, the money I invest, that if I'm aligning it with the liberal agenda, with woke culture, with companies that are outright attacking the church, I'm in essence approving it. Now, I know that may seem harsh, but I really want to grab your attention here as we talk about the ways we can become really shrewd as a kingdom investor. You know, I shared at a conference recently this stat that uh, came out in Christianity Today back in August of 2022. And I want to share it with you today because it's really, really just eye-grabbing when you think about this. Um, Christians in the, in the world and that have investments in stocks and bonds— so I'm not talking about real estate right now. I'm just talking about stocks and bonds. We call them paper assets. Uh, this study found that there was $30 trillion in stocks and bonds that were controlled by Christians. Now, some of these were, were Christian churches, organizations, money managers, and then individuals like you and I. 
But that's a really large number, right? That's $30 trillion, with a T, dollars. And so they did this study, and of the $30 trillion that was controlled and managed by Christians or Christian entities, what percentage would you think was invested from a faith-based perspective? So I'll give you a minute here before I give you the answer, but I shared this in a, in a conference recently and had all different you know, numbers of what people thought. But I was blown away that 8% of that $30 trillion, only 8% of that money was in any way invested with a framework using biblical principles or a faith-driven perspective. And that is just, um, it's sad. And so, but, but what I see as, as the, um, the good in that is that there's a growing community of people and I know you're one of those that's saying, you know what, this needs to change. There's an opportunity, and I'm pleased to report there's momentum uh, in the business world, in the economic world of people, advisors, institutions that have now recognized that we have abdicated, if you will, our authority with financial management. So I really believe you and I can be part of the solution here in that that 8% you know, it's much like voting. If Christians will get out and vote for pro-life, if they'll vote for biblical marriage, if they'll vote for the ethics of Christ, we can make a difference. We need to dispel this myth that it doesn't matter how we vote. It doesn't matter how we spend our money. Oh, it just doesn't matter how I invest. I don't know anything about money. I'll just give it to my stockbroker or my, my cousin who does it. And, you know, as long as I make a good return, I'm okay. I want to challenge you that there's a lot more to it than just that. In fact, one of the things that the Lord's been teaching me is that when we think about managing resources, whether you own a business, you're the leader in your family, whether you are talking about investing money or uh, owning real estate, um, there's this concept that everything in life is worship. In fact, uh, there's this another myth that sacred and secular have to be kept separate, like church and state. But but I want to present to you that the kingdom of God um, is not looking at sacred versus secular. It's everything, right? The heart of God is is comprehensive over all of creation, right? You know, Scripture says that if you don't worship the Lord, the rocks will cry out. So we have this opportunity that even our own walk with God is tied to how we steward, how we lead, how we manage. Again, I'm not solely talking about money, but it, it does include that. This includes the ideas, the talents, the resources we have in our communities, in our family, and in our businesses. So again, this idea is that as we walk with God, that part of drawing closer to God as sons and daughters is we get to draw closer to him through how we manage our money, how we manage our resources. So I want to share today on this episode three types of investing, and I'm going to go through each of them so we have a, a little bit deeper understanding about, well, I like this idea in theory, Chad, but I'm not sure how to apply it, and I want to be real practical on this. So again, the three types of investing for someone that has a kingdom framework I'm going to share them with you, and then I'm going to unpack them uh, one by one. The first one is called biblically responsible. 
The second category is called pro-values. And then the third category for investing is what I'm going to refer to as social impact. So again, biblically responsible, pro-values, and then social impact. Now, if we can do all three of those with some measure of excellence, some measure of commitment, then we're going to be well on our way to walking with the Holy Spirit to be a true kingdom investor. So let me teach you a little bit on how I've learned this, how we incorporate this in Wealth Builders Investments. And again, if you think about how we're created in Christ, we're created, uh, we're a spirit being, and we have a soul, but then we have our, our flesh, we have our body, right? So we are, as sons and daughters, we're, we're body, soul, and spirit, right? Are you with me on that? Okay, so I want to, to compare that to these three types of investing. So our flesh or our body, you know, Scripture talks about how we need to get our body, our flesh to submit, right? So biblically responsible investing is really level one, right? It's what I'm going to call the flesh level of investing, right? And this is, in, in our industry, we would call this a negative screen. This is a just say no approach. You're just going to command your flesh to obey, right? And this is very simply put saying no to spending money and investing money in woke companies, in companies that actively take their revenue to support abortion, to support human trafficking, to be involved in media censorship, to support... um, gender confusion and activism in that area, and all these First and Second Amendment rights, right, that that a lot of us are very upset about, um, it's just simply saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to go shop at a different coffee place. I'm going to invest in a different type of company. Now, nothing's perfect, and we don't want to make this another form of legalism, right? So I don't don't want anyone to feel ashamed because, oh, gosh, I I went to this coffee shop or I went to this store, but it's as a matter of principle, if we can make the decision more often than not to not only spend, but for today I'm talking about investing in companies that promote biblical principles, <clears throat> we're going to be all the better. So that is kind of level one, biblically responsible. So we're just saying no. You know, there's this famous quote a mentor of mine shared where he said that what you say no to will make your yes more powerful. So again, level one is just, hey, what am I going to say no to? You know, you can't go to every party you're invited to. You can't go on every vacation you want to go on. You can't, you have a fixed amount of money or time. Same concept here with investing. We need to say no to some things, even if they on the surface look very good. Well, let's jump to the second level Again, the second level is at the level of the soul. Now, our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. And so when we think about investing and managing resources, I call this pro-values. So unlike biblically responsible, where I'm taking a negative screen, say no, here in pro-values, I'm saying yes. So level one, I've already said no to some things. So now I get to make what I'm going to call are some more fun choices on where to spend and where to invest my money. So this is at the level of the soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. And practically what this looks like is we want to engage companies 
that promote First and Second Amendment rights, that promote religious freedoms, that are pro-life, that are biblical family, that in and of themselves um, adhere to fair labor laws, that have good policies for their employees, and that overall are just working for the greater good of society. Now, bear in mind, these may not be expressly Christian companies. I'm not saying that these are the Chick-fil-A's or the Hobby Lobbies of the world, but these are companies that morally, ethically, how they do business, they're not taking revenue dollars to go support liberal agenda. They're, they're neutral. Um, and they may even have some very pro-biblical values within their companies. So this is pro-values. Again, level two, we're, we're at the level of the soul, right? We're looking to engage or support, particularly with our investment dollars, these type of companies. Now, I'm going to share with you a study here in a little bit, because I know some of you may be saying, well, are there any companies out there that do that? I thought everybody's woke. Well, don't worry. Um, there are still companies that support biblical values that actually are good companies to invest in. And I'm going to share a stat with you here at the end, so hang with me. The third level of investing, again, we talked about that we are body, soul, and spirit. This third level is at the level of the spirit, right? So our spirit man, our spirit woman, all other parts, our, our flesh and our soul, submit to our spirit. And thankfully, we have the Holy Spirit who guides us in all things. So at the level of the Spirit, this is level three, kingdom impact investing. I called it social impact earlier, and I know social impact investing gets a bit of a bad rap in today's liberal culture, but for you and I, we're, we're in the same stream of understanding that social impact at its very origin is, is on the heart of God. Right, it is the message of Christ to heal the brokenhearted and set captives free. So, this—if you think level two is fun, level three is a lot of fun, because at a social impact level of investing, you're not solely looking at the return you make on your money; you're also looking for how you can transform society, how your money can help spread the gospel for how your money can help create media and entertainment that is wholesome and family-friendly. Your money here has different metrics. It's not just, well, did I make 8% or 10% on my money? How many jobs did we create? How many people did we help get out of poverty? How many entrepreneurs did we help start businesses? Right, We're talking about the greater good of society, which we know uh, we're called to do as followers of, of Christ. Now, some of you are probably feeling the urge from God to really be philanthropic. You're thinking about the next generation. Some of you watching this are really thinking about legacy. So this is the level of investing at the Spirit. This is kingdom impact investing. Now, not everyone will get to this level, and that's okay. Um, we're all a work in progress. I'm not making this another form of legalism, but this is something I want you to be aware of. It's out there. It is attainable. We work with a lot of families who are at this level who they want to be so generous that the cash flow they make from their investments, they can give all of it away. So this is really what I'm going to call transformational money, transformational finance, and it's all part of the Great Commission. 
You know, there's a couple of uh, interesting uh, statistics that are out there today. I want to share one of you. You know, there's, there's this concept about the remnant, right? The remnant of the Lord. And I mentioned earlier uh, about pro values investing. And I get this often when I, when I speak or when I visit with people of, well, Chad, are there any good companies left to invest in? Or should I just put all my money in real estate and gold? Um, again, if you want specific advice on how to invest, I'll be happy to visit with you one-on-one in our team. But I want to share this study because this I shared this in a group recently, and, and I think this really bears witness to the media doesn't report certain things, but here's actually what's going on. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the stock market. And so in the United States, there is uh, what's called the Russell 3000 Index, and I'm going to put a chart up here to show it to you all. And that is just a broad measure of the overall economy of, of public companies, Okay. So stay with me. So the 3,000 largest U.S. companies, that, that's really the economy, right? It represents the economy. Almost every store you go to is, is a public company or owned by a public company. Not all of them, but a lot of them are. And uh, there was a study done of these 3,000 companies that you could invest in. Again, all public U.S. companies. And of that group, there was about 4%, 125 of those 3,000 companies that were led by faith-driven Christian CEOs. And so they did this study of, well, how does a company perform? Uh, How are their earnings per share? What's the revenue they generate for their shareholders? How well do they do in the marketplace? What's their employee retention like? And I want to share with you some really great news because – you know, I talked earlier about how a lot of times academia and, and science will do studies that just reinforce what the Word of God has already told us, right? So there was a study done, as I, as I mentioned here, of these 3,000 public companies in the U.S., right? These are all companies you can invest in. And there was this remnant, this 4%, about 125 companies. And um, their uh, total shareholder returns were significantly higher. Let me put the chart up here. Um, they were um, 20 to 23% um, rates of return to shareholders over a 10-year period versus the, the Russell 3000, right? Just the universe of these 3000 companies by itself was about 13%. So we know as followers of a Christ that if you take the principles of Jesus and you apply them in your life and your family and your business, that you're, you're going to be blessed, right? And it's that seed principle that we talk about. So in this study, these, these Christian-led CEOs, their companies, um, out-returned almost double, you know, 20% versus 13. But even within those 125 companies, there was this a smaller subset of 50 companies, that they were the most, I'm going to call it spiritually integrated. They had done so many things in their companies, whether it was having chaplains for their employees, whether it was their um, policies on HR, whether it was how they were involved in their community. They were, shall we say, the most spiritually integrated. They did even better than the 125 So I hope that encourages you as we talk about kingdom impact investing, pro-values investing, and then, of course, biblically responsible investing. 
as we're on this journey of walking with God, learning to steward our finances, there are, um, regardless of what the media says, there are really good companies that you can invest your dollars in, uh, your retirement dollars, your savings, that are not violating uh, Christian principles. Another quick myth that's out there is that, well, Chad, if I invest using biblical principles, <clears throat> I'm not going to make as much money if, if I go invest in Facebook or Google. And that is just not true. And I hope that helps giving you some actual statistics. I know some of you are deep thinkers and you kind of want to understand, well, give me, some, give me some meat to this to where I can understand some statistics or some studies on it. So again, I hope this has been helpful today. Again, we're talking about kingdom investing in a woke world. And again, just to summarize this as we wrap up, you know, there's really three types. The biblically responsible, we're just going to say no to certain things. There's the pro-values where we're going we're gonna to align, say yes to investing in certain companies. And then there's this, this other level, level three, where it's social impact investing. So that's the recipe for being a kingdom investor in a woke world. If you'd like to learn more about this, we'd love to connect with you. Please give us feedback. We also have some free resources for you that we would like to send you. And you can visit us online at wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest. And in fact, we have specific for this show, we have what's called a Pro Values Index where we are going to give you some of our research on what are some of the top 30 companies that we want to say no to and what are the top 30 companies in the U.S. that we want to say yes to. So we want to give that to you for free. You visit wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest, and that's what we call our Pro Values Index. We update it every year just to keep up with what's going on in the economy and in society. So that'll be your handy guide. Um, we educate our kids on this. Of These are companies we don't support. These are companies we do support. It's a great tool for you, but also for you moms and dads, even to share with your kids as we're trying to bring them up to understand biblical principles and what we want to say yes and no to. Hey, this has been fun today. I appreciate you being here on the Kingdom Finance Show, and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Kingdom Finance Show. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps to get the word out. For more resources on becoming a kingdom investor and to connect with us directly, visit our website at wealthbuilders.net. That's wealthbuilders.net. We'll see you next time on the Kingdom Finance Show.